I don't think anyone's going to be sending any more DMs. Like, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we're done with trolls and DMs. We've had them since season two. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Evan Real. And we are on the tail end of the Sandoval soiree that went off with, I don't know, without a hitch, but with a little piss, I guess we can call it. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about James Kennedy taking a piss on the bush because he was taking out some built up aggression on Sandoval, especially after they kind of had like an awkward discussion that didn't really end in any resolution. But we had our girl Allie to remind him that that is also Ariana's bush as well. If you piss on Tom's bush, you're, you're pissing on Ariana's bush. Unfortunately, due to their mortgage, what's mine is yours. And besides Bill's, I think is uh, what's going on because I guess the next song, Sandoval's band. What what are they called? The 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 most your favorite band. Extras, Danny. The most extras. Uh, the next song they're going to cover is Bills, Bills, Bills because he's asking, "Can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills?" Because Ariana's not. My bank account was literally overdrawn, dude. Ariana like hadn't paid any of the bills for like eight months, man. I'm literally like moving a thousand dollars around into this account i'm moving 500 from this account to cover our mortgage that was so shocking to me because ariana doesn't strike me as the kind of girl who wouldn't fulfill her financial responsibilities but also as someone who was so aggrieved in scandal i can understand why she might just be you know not paying her bills 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 out of resentment. I mean, clearly she explained in that very, that very awkward meetup with Lala oh. that she doesn't want to like go of the house mostly because she just doesn't want to let Tom win in the situation, which I do understand, but I did think it was a really interesting how Lala really sort of unknowingly tapped into what I feel is the voice of the fandom at this moment. I think Ooh. a lot of are echoing the same sentiments that Lala shared like girl you don't need to call the police just because he's throwing a birthday party why didn't you take him up on the offer to stay in a hotel for a nice night or two and also why don't you just like get out of the house situation if he's willing to like pay you out and pay you what you know the house is worth etc I don't know it's just all so confusing and because Ariana doesn't want to get out of the house she had her bush peed on by James Kennedy isn't that like and who wins from that definitely not Allie uh, I know Lala Same. seemingly so done with Scandal. I think she's just very much over talking about it wants to move on and while I support people being petty I feel Ariana is walking a fine line because she's now having her credit score and et cetera, be dependent. And also like her water being turned on or off on Tom Sandoval, you couldn't even trust him not to cheat on your best friend. Do you think he's gonna pay Fios on time, girl? And then when you wanna get a new, I just think five steps ahead in terms of that. Like I'm like, Ariana, this is really not the smartest move for you. I know you got a lot of endorsement deals after this, Jennifer Aiden endorsements. Um, but I was like, girl, like get a financial planner because you don't want, I think it's just gonna be a really murky territory for her that might, hurt her more than help her. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but you're so right. She's putting her credit in the hands of Tom Sandoval. She already put her heart in the hands of Tom Sandoval and he shattered it into a million pieces. Like why would she risk the credit, which is, you know, in this day and age, arguably more important than a heart. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you can still get a car with a broken heart. Bad credit? 
you're calling Ubers for days, Ariana, and I don't think you want to be doing that, even though I am Ubering to see her in Chicago in a few weeks, which I am excited. I have to. I had to. Oh, yeah. So you got tickets. I got tickets. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. I do want to see her perform as Roxy Hart so bad, just because, like, she seems so joyful in this role. It seems like this is, as she mentioned to us, like, it was all leading up to this. Like, this was her dream to be on Broadway and playing Roxy Hart just seems so uh, so perfect for her, especially in the aftermath of- Oh, it's perfect. I'm curious how the yo-yos get brought into play because I saw uh, the He Had It Coming dance, they all use yo-yos. Um, I'm not a choreographer, so I'll just let that happen and moving on. Who isn't? I know, I know. Who also uh, didn't use yo-yos, I was surprised, was the Beverly Hills ladies when they did a flamenco dance. And also, they flamenco dance at a place I went when I was in Barcelona. So I felt really connected to that. You are so connected. Oh my! Wait, so, okay, as someone who was at the scene of the flamenco dancing extravaganza, like, what are your takeaways from, from that scene? Do you feel like they performed their best? Could they have done better? What kind of, like, tips and uh, feedback do you have for the girls? I was stressed about all their heels because I remember it being a winding cobblestone up. They didn't really show all, all, all of that, but I remember being like, this is hard for me in like my sneakers. I don't know how they're doing this. And I, but I did love Kyle really continuing to say how much she loves to shop, buying everything in sight this episode. And she did, and I feel it's kind of iconic. Everyone is in red because I told everyone kind of like dance like the emoji. Oh, she's yeah. in orange. She's like, it's red enough. Like, I love again, Kyle's just like, you know, I'm just, I don't care. Kyle's just doing Kyle. Kyle is doing Kyle. And I love it. And even with the dancing, she's like, she was literally like, I'm sorry, everybody, we're embarrassing. Like, she's kind of like really leaving her body for so many of these moments uh, just to be like, what are we all doing here? I'm glad the ladies are back from Barcelona because I do like seeing them more in their element again, back into the drama I didn't need Kyle and Dorit talking. I think when Kyle was opening up to Dorit about Mauricio, it was a lot of the same old a little bit where she's like, yeah, I am stressed. Where it's like, we know you are Kyle. And I guess she's just opening up to Dorit a little bit more, but it's kind of interesting she's doing that when, didn't Dorit say recently, like she doesn't feel that close to Kyle right now too? I know Kyle doesn't match the rest of us and she did not get the memo that we needed to wear red, but given her other choices. Peekaboo! <laughs> That's supposed to cover my ass. <laughs> Thank goodness she went with the orange. Yeah, there's definitely been some like back and forth between Dorit and Kyle as the season is airing. I mean, we talked about this on last week's episode, but Kyle was like, Dorit, why are you acting like we were like best friends thick as thieves? Like Morgan is that girl. (laughs) Meanwhile, we were all up in arms because we were unsure if Morgan was still that girl because they deleted all the pictures on social media of each other but now they're out here being caught by the paparazzi saying everything is good there's nothing to be concerned about with the friendship I think Kyle said something like you know artists just do this like sometimes artists just delete photos which I guess is true but didn't Morgan keep photos that didn't involve Kyle like when Beyonce and Taylor wipe it clean they wipe it clean Clorox will put a pin in that for Lisa Bar later on. They wipe it all clean. I know there was just, just the kind of ones missing, which they say they're good. So I don't know. 
I mean, if I, I am curious if a song is going to be coming from Morgan, and I I don't know. I hope I don't know. I don't I don't know. I hope they can still be friends, but I do kind of think it still is Morgan. Just and I think even Kyle said in the paparazzi video, she's like Morgan is just not in the mood for any of this. Like she doesn't like this limelight as much, which is funny because she's a singer. But I think she was like y'all. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be this known. Yeah, I feel like Morgan possibly bit off more than she could chew just by immersing herself into Kyle's world, filming for Housewives. She probably didn't understand the scope of the Bravo fandom and how obsessed we are with every detail of these ladies' lives. And that also involves someone's very close friend and especially the very close friend of someone who is navigating a very heartbreaking and, and heart-wrenching separation from their husband so it's just like I I don't think she was like prepared for for it all but on the other hand because Kyle was saying like this is just what artists do this is how they like prep for a new song era whatever it is like was that her like Loki telling us that this was just a publicity stunt because if it is like more power to Morgan and then also kind of like more power to Kyle for being trans like sort of transparent oh, yeah. this was just for attention He's like, you fool, you fell for it. Like, yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah, and we did fall for it. We were so heated about it. I, I was so confused and, and concerned. And now I don't know. Look, here we are a week later, still talking about it, still asking questions, still wondering what the hell is going on. The burning questions are hotter than fire, which Adriana delivered flawlessly and had fun. Well, she had fun doing it. Marisol maybe thought she was lip syncing. I don't know. But all I know is that the girls had fun. Adriana on last week's episode said that she didn't want to lip sync because she wanted to talk to the crowd. So I'm going to take Adriana for her word. I don't think that she lip synced. And if she did, let it be known that I don't care because I love a lip syncer. Britney Spears is my favorite person on the planet. And the thing is like, if you're lip syncing and I can't tell, like even more power to you, like lip sync for your life. But the thing also is if you're lip syncing and obviously it sounds exactly like the track, but you're hitting like every like run and reverberation like identical like you've like practiced that with your mouth like that I find so fascinating and so uh so like that is a talent within itself so I think that if Adriana was lip singing I couldn't tell and I loved every minute of it lip synced or not also I mean like has anyone watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade you think anybody singing live in 25 degree weather in New York on Fifth <laughs> Avenue no, even Kelly Clarkson's not. Like, I, right. the same goes for the hot Mexico City pride. I mean, I am really, I'm glad she had her moment. I feel everyone's, a, I think Lisa doesn't, Lisa might need a little time out, not from the show, but just from all the ladies that are kind of like, girl, why are you going this hard at Kiki? Why are you freaking out so much? Everything like that. Like, I think it's a little, this trip has been, so captivating on so many levels but i think she might need to the thing is like with lisa throwing the food at the dogs like i feel like she was just so depleted and at her wits and like i feel like she felt like one of those dogs like throw me some scraps like i'm i think she felt like one of those dogs like begging for food in that situation because she just came off that 
phone call with Lenny, who was like, yeah, like, here's a settlement, but you can never have a boyfriend for as long as you live. Yeah. I'm like, is that even allowed? I don't think so. I don't know. He's oh. like, these dogs need $10,000 worth of Instacart. Help them out. <laughs> Right. But I do, but you know, back to Lisa and Kiki, like I'm I'm proud of Kiki for saying something because I do think that like that was an experience that obviously really triggered triggered Kiki. And I'm glad that she like spoke her truth in that moment. And it's also honestly just really nice to see Kiki more involved because she brings the Miami Heat just as much as anyone else. Like give that girl a mojito. I want to know more about her and yeah I mean Kiki versus Lisa I never expected to see that but I'm glad we're here and hopefully we can find some resolution after the conflict I hope so I think they'll be able to get through it they'll get through it and I mean if you guys are in the mood for some more Lisa a different a different kind of Lisa you're in luck because Evan let them know who we had the joy of talking to it felt like a fever dream Oh, yes. Lisa Barlow came on the podcast to share her reflections about this insane season of Salt Lake City, the Monica and reality Von Tease of it all. She really offered some interesting perspectives about the whole situation because she explained to us a little bit about her interactions with Monica before cameras even went up. Danny, she thought that Monica was recording their conversations before they even started filming the show. So, it's interesting to hear from Lisa because it seems that she sort of had her finger on the pulse when it came to what Monica was potentially capable of. And as we saw throughout the season, Lisa and Monica clashed the most. And so Lisa sat down to share her side of things. And uh, by the way, she doesn't think any cooling off period oh. is necessary. Like she she does not want to see Literally, Monica. She was like, what is a cooling off period? No, literally. She she asked that question. Okay, uh, Lisa Barlow. <laughs> Danny Hi. and I are, uh, we're so excited to chat with you. I feel like, as you said before we hopped on, it has been a minute and there's so much to catch up on. But first we got to get into this whole Clorox situation. You are giving a lucky fan the opportunity to come hang out with you in New York City. Go to a Watch What Happens Live taping. I know that Danny and I are so beyond jealous. I'm entering. <laughs> no, I'm entering. I know. You need to enter. I hope you both enter. But how killer is that? Like, to have a glam weekend in New York City, go to a live taping of Watch What Happens Live, and see everybody's messes unfold. And, like, you can just watch, and hopefully someone can clean it up. <laughs> now, as a housewife, I can understand how much Clorox, like, you must love it. How jealous are you that it doesn't work on like the messy situations that sometimes we all find ourselves in? Oh my gosh, if only it could clean up everything like trolls and convicts and everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> Salt Lake City needs them. Salt Lake City needs the extra clogs. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, lots of it. Speaking of trolls, how are you feeling after that intense reunion? We've had some weeks to kind of cool off. Do you have any new thoughts and reflections? Are you happy that the troll is not making a return to Salt Lake City? Just tell us everything, Lisa. You know, I feel like the reunion was good for me because I got to put clarity on everything. Like I got to clean things up. Like I got my Clorox moment at the reunion. <laughs> I felt like um, the lies that were told about me and some of them are silly, but I hate the character digs and I hate being lied about. So I feel like I got to clean those up. And I feel like there were like other things to talk about at the reunion other than just like who's running RVT, you know what I mean? And I think at that point we all had all had the like proof receipts, all of the things. 
So we knew like it was going to be tough. But for me, I think the biggest thing was um, for me, when we were sitting there at the reunion, there was like so much screaming going around. And I'm like, Andy, Andy, I have something I need to say. And he's like, okay, what is it? And I was like, if she really wanted to be our friend, she would have led with this. She led with so much other things. But I think the biggest point for me was like, if you really wanted to be our friend, you would have been like, girls, I was running this RVT account. Like Jen was bullying all of you. And like, I wanted to take her out, but she was part of it. She was part of the bullying with all of us. So I think like, for me, it was like, if you really wanted to be our friend, you would have led with that. You wouldn't have been sending like nasty messages about all of us to other people and posting things without your own face. Like everything I do, like I'm mouthy online and I'm like, but I do it with my own face and they're my own thoughts. I'm not like pretending to be something else, but I feel like I got a lot of clarity at the reunion. And I think you guys got to see what it was like when we filmed with Monica. Like it was like, like one big forum to see like, this is what it was like to film with her. And I think a lot of people thought like, oh, she's giving up at the end, but that's how she acted when we filmed too. It was always like, blow things up, call us ugly. And then like, be like, oh my God, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. It's all about me. But for me, I had like a lot of closure there. I felt like it was good. Um, and I'm just really excited about this next season. Oh, I we are so excited too. And it's interesting you say that because a lot of fans watching were kind of shocked at Monica because everyone thought Monica was going to come in so hot and she did. But then she sort of, by the end of it, you can tell she was kind of just like, oh, like hiding almost. And, but it's interesting to hear from you. You're like, no, that's just her being her. That's just her being her. Like even in Bermuda, like she went in her closet and cried. She wasn't like a badass. She wasn't like calling anybody out. She just went in her closet and cried, but she would cause like contention and then didn't know how to handle it. And then it would like, honestly, at Greek Easter, it was fascinating to me because I was watching her, like her mom was being super nice and charming and I'm not behind closed doors. So I don't know their dynamic outside of what I saw, but like she was more upset with her mom for getting along with everyone than like anything else. It wasn't, she made it about that. Like she got busted. Angie was calling her out. Like, actually, Angie wasn't even calling her out. She was trying to get clarity. And instead of answering the question, she like diverted it to her mom. And then watching her mom, like laughing with the guys, being super charming and kind and cool. I think she was jealous of her mom a little bit. And I had said that to her at Bobby's birthday party when we were roller skating. It didn't make the cut. But I was like, I think you're jealous of your mom. And now all of your excuses for your bad behavior, I have a bad relationship with my mom. But, you know, like, I think they're mom and daughter and they're always going to be, they're always going to come back to each other. So I'm like, you know, it was interesting. It was very interesting. Lisa, you clashed with Monica the most throughout the majority of the season. The most. Were you kind of, did you have any like aha moments? Like, oh my God, that was a red flag. Once like the reality of aunties of it all came out, like it must have been validating for you in some ways that you seem to have a better assessment of her character than most of the cast well it started before we started filming so there were like i was doing sundance and then some things came out on social and i'm like i wasn't even there and i was actually filming during sundance so like everything i did like they show like moving a chair but it's like intense stuff and there was like a lot of it and it was nine different lounges and like craziness and I had talked to Monica before I went up to Sundance. Like that was the first time she got my phone number. She called me super nice. But the first thing I asked her was, are you recording this conversation? And like, my gut was just like, she's recording you. And like, I'm sure she did record the conversation, but I was like very careful with what I said to her. And like, I'm a big believer in like, let people figure things out, like the relationships and stuff. And she was like, 
bashing a few people. And so I was like, you know what? This is a great opportunity for you and your girls. Like this could change your life. This could change like, you know, like your future for you and your girls. I'm happy to support you. I met with her for that first lunch with Angie. And then I filmed with Monica alone and I was super supportive of her, but it was so weird, like how she would react to me, like in Palm Springs. And I was like, this is so weird. Like I've never done anything to this person. And even like when she was like yelling at me in the van because of my ring, she ended up crying and being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. And then she'd go back to that. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I've never done anything to you. And she made me want to like rub things in her face a little more because she was so triggered by me not doing anything, like losing my ring. And then when we were at my Apre ski event and she brought up the Snoop Dogg situation, things started to click for me because I'm like, I've never had that conversation with you. That has never happened. She uses a makeup artist that used to be like a backup for me. Um, and I thought he did a great job. And like, I didn't have an issue with him, but he would tell me that he was doing drive-bys with Monica. And I'm like, this is so weird. I'm like, that's weird. Like, I remember telling him like, that's weird. So then all these things start clicking. And then I had like the feeling, like I ran into one of her friends and I'm like, did Monica ever log into Jen's security system? And she literally goes, how did you know? And I'm like, I didn't know, but like, I never had that Snoop Dogg conversation with her. And I'm like, this is so weird. And then one of the videos that surfaced on Reality Von Tees, everybody kept saying it was from a cell phone. And I'm like, no, that's not. That's from Vivant Home Automation because I have it. Like my friend started the company. So I'm like, it's a huge, like massive international company. So I'm like, that had to be from Vivant. And so it all like literally all my gut feelings were like true. And then I was like, that's why I was able to say to her, you do drive-bys. You logged into Jen's security system. And then we got the proof because she would actually send proof to people. She would screenshot the video and like, just be like, no one's going to know. But I'm like, these aren't your real friends. These are people that you bonded with over your disdain for Jen. So it's kind of crazy. I love not only are you the Clorox queen, you're the clairvoyant icon. <laughs> you could see into the future. That's why I am so confused. Because I thought all the ladies now are going to be like, I need Lisa on my side because she's going to help me <laughs> make all the right moves. But Whitney on Nick Vile's podcast kind of was saying the opposite of that. She's saying you might be a new villain, which shocked Maybe me. Maybe I'm a villain to Whitney. I just think Whitney doesn't like um, the truth. Like I told the truth at the reunion and they showed the proof. Like she wanted, for some reason, she's committed to painting me as this like person that's like not self-aware. And like, listen, I understand my edit. I understand how like Bravo sees me. But I'm like, I'm very cognizant of people. I'm very aware of people. Like, um, I'm like very careful with what I say, even on camera, because I know the reaction and like the, you know, like the snowball effect of everything. But I thought that was so weird that she was saying that. And I literally sent her a text message and I'm like, I'm not your storyline season five. Like, that's not happening. And she's like, you're not my season. And I'm like, keep healing. Cause I think she needs to keep healing. But you know, it's also interesting to me because I think I don't ever talk about my castmates other than like to say like, this is what happened. This is my perspective. I don't ever disparage them. So it was really interesting to me that I'm like, why are you talking about me on a podcast? We just went through the craziest season four. Like, why are you bringing me up? And how am I the villain? I, I think I'm the accountant and I always come with the receipts. So I'm like, maybe she should rethink um, my label. 
Yes. Now, before we let you go, Lisa, one thing that we didn't really get to unpack on the reunion, maybe you did, maybe it just didn't make the cut, but Danny and I are so curious about where things stand with you and Meredith, because during the Bermuda trip, you were very passionate when you were like, Meredith, you got to stop doing this. You got to stop pulling up the documents yep. and information about people because there was so much focus on reality volunteers. We didn't really get to unpack that. So I'm just curious, like after the reality volunteers bombshell, do you still think that Meredith digs up information about people? Have you been able to talk about it with her? Like what's the, what's the tea there? Well, I've talked to Meredith about it and yes, I do think she digged up things, but like I told Meredith, I'm like, you don't need to like get it out anyway, other than like Meredith is pretty vocal and bold. So I'm like, just say it instead of like worrying about how it's gonna get out there. Like if someone comes for you, go back at them with the truth like that you found. I think it's like more empowering. Um, I did go hard on Meredith and I think Meredith and I had, for me, I felt like very hurt season two where I would have never been like garbage or a piece of shit, like blah, blah, blah. And I think like we've, we're so much further past that. And I think when you're in it, you see things differently. And there were like catalysts to like why I was feeling that way. And we've talked through everything. Like I feel like Meredith and I are in a good position and in a not a good position because we're like real people, but we're in a good place. Um, you know, I saw Meredith yesterday. So like I um, think that there was a lot to unpack. And at one point I was like, you know, should we unpack? this right now but then I'm like there's always multiple sides to everything you don't just see it's not like it's like one or two sides there's like multifaceted things and I think like in some ways Meredith um was like had things harsh like started even in Palm Spring I think like Meredith didn't have the capacity to deal with like hijackers and of the trip and like everything and I feel like just that one moment and like what I had experienced the year before made me like really upset where I'm like, what am I doing to anybody? Like nothing. And so I was like, let's call it all out. Let's just say everything. Like, I think you did this, like my SEC filing. And you know, and I had reasons to say that, but I feel like we're in a good place. And I feel like everybody's evolved a little bit. Meredith had it hard season one. Like everyone was coming for Meredith, like secretly season one. And like, even rewatching that season, I'm like, there's a reason she reacts the way she does. And like, you know, Meredith can speak for herself, but I'm like, she had it hard since season one. Like, like little whisperings behind her back that made her like not as trusting. And I think it carried on and on and on, but we're in a good place. Oh, that is, that's so yeah. good to hear. Oh, and if, know, I don't think anyone's going to be sending any more DMs. Like yeah. hopefully, they're, <laughs> hopefully we're done with trolls and DMs. We've had them since season two. So yeah. hopefully <laughs> we're over that. And just People real leveling quick. up. <laughs> Real quick, Lisa, you know, there's this 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 term cooling off period. Do you think that there is a place for Monica on the show after a cooling off period? Are you open to her returning to the show one day? What's a cooling off period? I guess you got your feelings together. This is like the one thing I will say. If you're capable of logging into someone's security system and downloading videos and sharing them with people, um, that's not okay. If you're capable of doing drive-bys in your forties and you have four kids at home, that's not okay. If you're capable of videoing your mother without her knowing it and inciting her and then watching her react and videoing that and then sending it like to everybody, like you can think of like that you think should see it, knowing it's going to get out there. If you're capable of doing those things, when you're given a gift, like being a housewife, 
so many people want to be one. It's like being part of an NBA team. If you're capable of doing those things, where's the trust? If I have to ask you if you're recording this conversation and I can't be real, I can't be vulnerable, I can't be open, I don't think that that's a good place for me to be in. And after dealing with everything we've dealt with since season two, like feds, um, NYPD, Homeland Security, convicts, like honestly, after dealing with all of this stuff, why would I want to deal with, why would I welcome that? Like there's enough drama, like, I can just tell you this, there's going to be more than enough drama season five. Like no one's going to remember RVT. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we rocks to clean her up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We have our disinfecting wipes to clean it up. Yes. But we need it. like, we need like cases of these, but I think like, but I think like we've all healed and moved forward. So it's like, I don't know. It's not my pay grade. Like I, who am I to say who comes, goes or is whatever. But I think it's like, it's, you got to be careful what situation you put yourself in because life is short and like I'm busy and there's only so much more I can take. <laughs> if you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.